What is up, team? Welcome back to the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. I'm Pat Kane, and we're coming to you live right now. St. John's locked up 83-83 in overtime. They have the ball. They just got a steal off the inbounds play um, in front of their own bench. So they'll look to this time, instead of tying it at the end of regulation, get the win at the end overtime. Let's see what they draw up. Wusu's going to pass it in. We've got David Jones, A.J. Storrs, Soriano, and Posh, the other four on the court. They say the inbounder is the most dangerous guy in the court. Wusu's done it once tonight. Are they looking to get it back to him? Beautiful play call to uh, get the shot for Wusu at the end of regulation. Used uh, Storr as a decoy, backstream by Posh, pass over the top away from the defense, and Wusu nailed it. Credit all around there. Credit all around, saved what was a ugly, ugly night for the most part up until that point. And if we don't come out with a win, it's going to be remembered as an ugly night. But, hey, here we go. Screen across, Posh for Soriano on the baseline. Ooh, Jones up top, 35 feet away. He's going to – doesn't even get a good look on. Clean shot. Lock going to the basket. All right, I guess I'm stuck here doing – um. Play-by-play. The next OT period. Second overtime, second double overtime game of the night for the Big East. Providence and Creighton win overtime earlier today. St. John's will go into second overtime against DePaul. 83 gets ready. Let's talk a little bit while we can about the game up until this point. Might as well. St. John's um, had a pretty miserable opening 10 minutes of the game. I'm not sure if you guys could watch it. Maybe you were stuck watching the Creighton game, but St. John's got out, or um, DePaul got out to an 18 to to seven lead early. St. John's was getting killed on the offensive glass. DePaul was having what they wanted inside. Um, St. John's only first two baskets in the first six minutes of the game came from 15 foot jump shots from Soriano and Stanley. So that tells you a little bit about the the looks we were getting on offense. We weren't getting clean looks. Eventually, he worked way back in the game. Um, Store hit a three. Um, Wusu hit a three. We did a couple of better things. Uh, limited their offensive touches, but then we gave. Uh, once we got back in the game, I think we tied twenty-four to twenty-four. Um, DePaul got uh, a flurry of open threes. I think three in a span of three minutes. They went on an eight-zero run, followed by a couple more baskets, and before you knew it, they had stretched it back out uh, to a, a seven-point lead at halftime. St. John's played out right at the start of the second half. I think got a one-point lead within the first four minutes. Utilized a little two-two-one full-court press, three-quarter court press, which was nice. Some nice plays by Stanley to um, fast-break alley-oop dunks to AJ Store almost on consecutive plays that were similar to the play we saw last week against or last game against Providence. Worked our way back in the game, but then Providence or then DePaul again was getting easy looks from three. Worked it up to about a ten-point lead on our end. We were getting aimless drives to the basket. Tip goes to St. John's to start double OT. Five minutes they played in these OTs. Each team gets another timeout, 83-83. But here we go. Here's a sneak peek on the, the, the live game action, I guess. We'll do it all tonight. Posh has on the wing. So he gets Soriano up top. He surveys, looks to get to the Posh in the post. Posh will go in the post. Third dribble, spins away. Collects his own almost turnover, finds Storm in the opposite corner. He drives baseline, doesn't get a clean look, gets his own rebound, puts up a fadeaway jumper off the rim. Jones crashes in on offensive rebound, puts it up. Seems like Jones' best offense is an offensive rebound, whether it's his own miss or someone else's. But nevertheless, two points for St. John's. They're 85-83, up two. DePaul with it. 
a little bit of a weave action. That's St. John's look. DePaul surveys. Soriano guarding 25 feet away from the basket, gets blown by. DePaul finds the guy on the baseline. He drives, open man in the paint, kick out to Johnson, rims out. Man, Johnson, he's been killing us from deep all night. That would have been in his sixth, three, I believe. 85-83 St. John's leads. Usu up top. I mean, Usu is making the, a lot of the fans eat crow, but he still does a lot of infuriating shit out there, let me tell you. And this is coming from one of his biggest fans. Soriano in the post now. One-on-one -on -one kicks out the Jones, 26 feet straight away. Misses right, not even close from three, but off the rebound by Posh. Fight for it. He loses it. Uh, Posh had it and lost on the off the rebound. Paul coming down with it. 83-85. The Paul down two. 85-83, good, good guys, I should say. DePaul on the post, spins off Jones, misses a layup, can't get it. Wusu tracks it down for a defensive rebound. That might be 10 rebounds for Wusu. You might be talking about a double-double for the guy. St. John's ball up 85-83, two minutes and 50 seconds left. Storrs got it. Isolation up top, drives left, 15-foot pull-up, misses left. I want him getting good looks, but I want him getting looks, but I want them to be good looks. And that was, you know, he needed the force one up there just to get a shot off. Travel on Soriano backing down to Paul in the post. They kind of pulled the chair on him a little bit. He's had a couple travels tonight. Make sure on the replay of uh, Wusu's three to tie it. And then Jones had a chance there in regulation after DePaul overthrew their guy in the inbounds pass. We got it back underneath their own basket. That was a, a, a a gift. I mean, DePaul was really St. John's and for a second there. DePaul ball down to two minutes and 30 seconds left. And St. John's can't lose this game, you know, for for respect's sake alone. I mean, obviously, it's pretty meaningless. You know, it's not going to do much for any type of resume stuff, but you can't lose these games to DePaul. You know, reputation's sake alone, pride alone. DePaul, three short rebound posh. He slows it down. 85-83, St. John's up two. Um, Stanley played pretty well in the second half. Hit a three when I was saying, no, what the hell was that? And then it went in. You know, what do you know? It was like the first shot of the first pass in the possession. Then he had an, a drive. The next possession got fouled and made two free throws. Five points from him in a, in a one-minute span. That was good. And he started the second half, which was, I was surprised to see. Wusu, deep three, buries it. Wusu from 27 feet. Wusu's got 24 points. Wow, the haters. Oh, DePaul misses an easy layup. Javon Johnson, who's been money from deep, can't make a layup. St. John's has a five-point lead, a mid and 20 left. All of a sudden, looks like they got this game well in hand. Can they wrap it up? Posh with the ball. DePaul hounding him. Posh still dribbling out front. Get rid of it. Wusu's got it now. Uh, you don't want him if they're going to foul. Back to Posh. Screen from Soriano. Posh gets fouled on the shot slash pass attempt. He lost it. Either way, he's going to shoot two free throws. Wusu's shot was with one second left in the shot clock. Wusu, you know, give that guy credit, man. That guy gets so much slack. They give him so much shit on, on Twitter and on the boards. I mean, he is infuriating. I'm one of his biggest fans. I recognize his many weaknesses, but he's got a lot, lot of positives that he brings as a basketball player. 
And I think, you know, especially if put in the right place in the right system with some restraints, he could be a, a big time, big time player, play a big time role. He's not your first or second best player on a team. Obviously not. Got to have some good players around him and be put in the right place to succeed. Posh makes two free throws, two big free throws there by Posh. Posh did not have a great game tonight. Matter of fact, he had a rather poor one. Um, you know, DePaul misses a corner three rebound. Soriano, ooh, scramble underneath. DePaul rips it from Soriano. Now they get another shot attempt. Drive to the rim, misses it. Soriano gets a rebound. This time he gets fouled. Good defense there by St. John's. Forced a tough shot of the basket. They get the rebound. Soriano will get a chance to go to the line and pad his stats. Um, so St. John's looks like they're going to escape here with a win against DePaul. Two wins in a row. Beat Providence at home. Providence had a big win tonight against Creighton. He beat DePaul on the road. A road win in the Big East is a road win in the Big East. You know, two wins in a row. Some momentum going forward. Um, can you finish this season strongly? If you win out, you get to 10 wins. So every win less than that is one less than 500. You got Creighton at home. You got Connecticut at home. You got Marquette on the road. You got Georgetown on the road. And you got one more, I think. I do believe. No, that's it. Four games left. Two on the road, two on home. Georgetown, Marquette on the road. Connecticut, Creighton at home. If you win all four, you're 10 and 10, three and one, you're nine and 11, so on and so forth. Um, Georgetown on the road, you need that one. The other three, can you can you get hot and get some of those wins? We'll see. I mean, what's what does nine and 11 do for you? And then you win one in the Big East. What's that do for you? Are you an NIT, NIT team at that point? I don't know. Um, I don't know. And three and one would be uh, would take a lot. Connecticut, Creighton are playing as good as anybody in the league. Marquette on the road is a really tough place to play. They're playing as good as anybody in the league as well. And Georgetown, um, you know, they've proven they can kind of play with us and they're at their spot. So who knows? St. John's just dribbles it out, takes a turnover. 92-83, they're going to get the win. Good for St. John's. I mean, they could have easily lost this game. Um, and you would have had losses at Butler and at DePaul. And uh, then you could have really been looking to end in this season on a really cold stretch. But um, credit to them. They did it. They, they did what they needed to do to get that win. Um, you know, trying to think what else happened. First half. Uh, Kobe King got in, did not did not play great, did not parlay his pretty good performance from last game. But still, you know, you're going to have growing pains on the road in Big East play. We were able to get him a growing pain while still coming out with a win, so a good sign there. Jones, you could see he was amped up to play against his old teammates. Uh, they were amped up to play against him. We saw that technical that DePaul got in the first half for kind of getting in his face after a dunk. But um, he was really aggressive, not always in a great way. Uh, his usual self, you know, taking a lot of shots, forcing the issue. Did we need some of that? Yes. Was a lot of it unwarranted? Sure. But, um, you know, I'm glad he was able to get a win in his own place, you know, with what he's gone through, especially, uh, you know, with I'm sure what was said on that court between that him and the other guys, I'm sure they were given a lot of stuff. And, you know, who knows? You can debate whether rightfully so or not. But uh, I'm glad, you know, as one of our guys now, he was able to get the win. Um, you could debate a few things. Um, at the end of overtime, the first overtime there, we had the ball tied with 30 seconds left. Shot 
shot clock was with 25 seconds left with a timeout in her pocket. Coach Anderson decided not to use it. A very um, strange decision in my mind. Um, there are times when people say, let the guys play it out. That's generally when um, playing it out will result in the clock running out as well. When there's a discrepancy, five and a half seconds as it was, uh, you leave yourself susceptible to a situation like we saw there. And you got to make sure not only do you get a good look, but you don't leave your opponent um, available time. At the very least, you want to make sure you get a shot off so that time is shrunk even further. Um, but St. John's waited too long. Wusu tried to make a pass to Soriano. I think he was thinking that the clock that he heard ticking was the was the five-second clock. He didn't realize he only had uh, two seconds left or whatever it may have been on the shot clock. And uh, we didn't get it off in time. DePaul was able to get the ball with 5.5 seconds left on their inbounds play. Uh, we forced a steal. They turned it over. We got it back in. Um, this time, um, our our play call didn't work as well as it did at the end of regulation. We ended up having to pass the ball into uh, Jones, 35 feet away from the basket. He tried to drive right, could not get a clean look at the basket. But the second overtime, we dominated. We got up early. Wasu hit a 27-footer. Uh, had a couple other baskets. Uh, DePaul missed a handful of threes and a handful of layups. We stretched it out. We got a win. Um, I, I don't have the box score in front of me. I'm going to guess that um, Wusu led us in scoring. I know Storr had a handful of points. Uh, I will say that I have been clamoring for him to set some screens, to get some screens, to move around more on offense. Did we get him uh, enough shots tonight? I'd say no. But did did I see a more concerted effort to run him off the screens and to utilize him more off ball as a as a screener and as you know in some actions? Definitely. So credit there. Um, and credit to the staff for drawing up that play again to to tie the game regulation. You got to give him some credit there with, uh, you know, even if you're going to, you know, criticize him for some other stuff, which is rightful as well. Um, you could also, I heard, I saw some people saying, and before Wusu hit it, we were inbound on the ball with five seconds left going the length of the court. We decided to speed dribble past half court, call a timeout. Um, so there's a timeout before that. So, I'm sure the discussion was all centered around, listen, you're going to get the ball, get it across that court, call timeout no matter what. Um, and it ended up working out great. But that doesn't leave yourself any available wiggle room. Like when we did that, I don't think um, DePaul was playing great defense. So Posh turns up court and, you know, they're not set. And he's got um, an alleyway to three-point line and find people on the three-point line. I thought, you know, it might have been too quick of a draw to call a timeout. but I'm sure the discussion was, listen, we're going to call a timeout when we cross half court, no matter what. Um, and I'm sure people were saying, well, that was a dumb call. You, you don't leave yourself with enough time. You, you give them a chance to foul. Um, you got to aim on the ball and make a play. Yada, yada, yada. And, you know, there's definitely uh, an argument to be said there. Uh, I wasn't sure when it happened, if it was the right decision. But, you know, look what happened. Uh, he drew up a great play. He used Storr as a decoy. Had Pinzone back on the court. So you had Posh, Pinzone. Wusu and Storr as the four guys available to get past to. And and Posh has been used as a screener in, in multiple situations like this. Same as the um, play we saw against Soriano at the at the buzzer against DePaul that it got waved off. Uh, very good screener. He's the one that's at the back screen for Wusu to get him open. Um, beautiful skip pass over the top, away from the defense, back to Wusu. Set his feet, got it off just in time, and, and it was money shot. And uh, good to see. Good to see. Let me pull up this box score quick so I can uh, just tell you who had the best of nights and who didn't.
We scored 47 points in that second half. Highest scoring half for us. Uh, Stanley had 10 points, but he only had one rebound. You know, that's the thing that he doesn't do well is uh, clear the defensive glass. He's a good offensive rebounder. Uh, he looks to box out, but he doesn't get a lot of defensive rebounds. And we started the first half, you know, we started both halves tonight. But in the first half particularly, uh, we were getting beat up inside in that first five or six minutes. Offensive rebound galore for DePaul. Um, Soriano, 21 points, 16 rebounds, another monster double-double for him. He did have six turnovers. Store, 14 points, seven rebounds, three assists. Good all-around contributions from him. Um, two for six from three, five for 14 from the field, two for four from the free throw line. So, you know, 14 shots is a, is a good amount of shots, a healthy amount of shots. But, you know, we don't have the, the multitude of scoring threats that, you know, you would um, usually – generally see shots dispersed throughout a team. We uh, should be funneling our shots to our best shooters and then stores our best shooter and our best score. Uh, Wusu, the game, the man of the game, uh, 24 points, 11 rebounds, two assists, four steals, only one turnover. I think he played 40 minutes tonight. Um, big game by him. Congrats to him for hitting a big shot and coming out with a win on top of it. Six points, eight rebounds, seven assists, two steals for Posh. Good all-around contributions. Aside from the scoring, he was one for seven from the field. Tough night. He threw up a crazy, you know, a few of them, but one stood out in overtime. Just, uh, you know, turn around, fade away, 15-foot bank shot that didn't even come close to hitting the rim. We had a multitude, I mean, maybe 10 to 12 shots, drives that didn't even come close to makes tonight. Uh, not even the block shots, just missed layups. Wusu struggles around there. Pinzone missed a couple. King struggled. Jones struggled. Pa struggled. Um uh, store missed a, a couple layups. Store did have a couple nice drive and passes tonight. He had a nice drive and layoff to Soriano. Had a nice, another nice pass over the top to him too. So, utilizing his intention to to make plays for others. Jones, woo, twenty three shots, six for twenty three from the field tonight from him. He's had a couple nights like that with outrageous outrageous um, shot numbers. Thirteen points in those twenty three shots. That's just very very inefficient. But hey, like I said, happy to see him get a win. 13 points, 12 rebounds. We had three double-doubles tonight. Hey, uh, stat guy, somebody find out when's the last time St. John's had three players with double-doubles. I'm not sure when it happens. But anyway, 83 to 92, DePaul loses to St. John's. I said that backwards. 92 to 83, St. John's wins in double overtime. Um, they're now 16-11 on the season. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. I know this was kind of uh, chopped up. This wasn't the usual flow. I did a little live recap. Rolled right into a post-game recap. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I do appreciate appreciate everyone that, that tunes in, everyone that subscribes, likes the videos, yada, 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 all that BS. Uh, it's 11.45 at night, 11.58 at night, actually. Um, but anyway, appreciate you guys tuning in. For um, Mo Harkless, this has been Pat Kane, the Redstone Raptor Action Podcast. Peace.